These are dark, strange times we're living in. And maybe it is the end of the world. Maybe it's upon us. But is there really anything funny about that? We're going to find out. I'm Dean Young, and we're about to go Inside the Joke. Welcome to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Oh, that's fun. That's fun, right? Isn't it? Oh, yeah. That's fun. It maybe it is the the end times are coming are coming. The world's falling apart. <laughs> the world as we know it is in shambles. Stay away from social media. Everything is going to hell in a handbasket. I don't know if people still say that, uh, but there's comedy to be found in that, and we're gonna find out all about it tonight on Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. We have three of the cast of Toronto's Second City Main Stage uh, and your new show, Walking on Bombshells. Welcome to the studio. We have Chris Wilson. Hello. Uh, you joined us some time ago. I have been on this show before. You've been on this yes. show before. Uh, another returning <laughs> champion, Alana Riok, is in studio tonight. Yes. Hello. Hello. Welcome back. We're yes, going to get thanks. into what this show is all about. And of course, we also have Stacey McGonigal in studio with us right now. Hi. How is everyone doing? <laughs> oh, wow. What a nice radio voice. Isn't that nice? That is nice. That's smooth. I do want to jump right in. So Walking on Bombshells is playing right now at Toronto's world-famous Second City main stage. Mm -hmm. Uh, So there's a lot to tackle with this show. Mm -hmm. And even in your your bio for the show, it's you... You get into everything that's happening right now, socially, politically, the climate of the world. Everything seems horrible. (laughs) Don't go on your Facebook anymore. Everything's horrible. Even tortoise death? What's that all about? Tort- oh, did that make the uh, the that made thing? It, tortoise yeah. death? Yeah. Oh, it's just a joke that I, I mean, <laughs> it, I say in the show about uh, in, turtles uh, have trouble with straws, like plastic oh, drinking true. straws. So they're yeah. getting in, into our, the straws are getting into our turtles. And, they are. Uh, the, the turtles are, are perishing. It made it into the show. <laughs> made it into the it's show. In the, you didn't even and know And it that. gets a big laugh. People don't care about turtles. Not no. at all. They really don't. <laughs> no. we're, we're here to tell you first. No one's really caring. So this show isn't like a big part of walking on bombshells. Isn't like, let's educate you about no. turtles for the next hour. That doesn't play a big role in it. Listen, I wanted it to be that, but the director wouldn't have it. How all-encompassing <laughs> is, is walking on bombshells? Like, I don't know. I feel like there's... There's so much going on right now that there's a lot to tackle, and obviously satire is the most important kind of tool, weapon, whatever you want to call it, that we have in comedy still, I think especially right now. But there's so much happening socially and culturally and politically, environmentally. Like, it really does feel like there's too many plates spinning all at once and everything's just going down. How big of a show was this to put together? Like, how do you even sit down and and tackle all this at once? Mm. Um, well, yes. I think it's like the way that Second City works is we're sort of like writing and performing our own material. So it is like, how are we personally sort of affected with everything that's going on? So it's kind of, I think, a really like personal show. I think you leave and kind of know who we are and what we think and how we're sort of affected by everything with our own sort of neuroses. So I think it's like less pressure to be like, let's be the voice of everyone. We're <laughs> yeah. more like 
This is how I feel. Yeah. Well, and I guess it's a tough balance too, right? Because you don't want to put on this show and be like, we're just going to talk at you and educate you. Like you want people to actually be able to laugh at the stuff that's a little bit scary maybe and come away with some new viewpoint on it too, I guess, right? Yeah. I mean, people don't want to be preached at. Yeah. At all. Um, so... Yeah, we make it jokes. It's we a make cut. jokes. They laugh, and then we teach. Maybe, <laughs> maybe jokes, and then teach. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe. And there, there's still wigs. Like, don't freak out, everyone. <laughs> yeah, there's still yeah. wigs. There's, there's wigs, still props. There's jokes. Yeah, please. Pratt Falls. Yeah, we got it all. It's so, all in there. It's yes. all in there. It's a nice combination of like a comment on things happening in the world, but then a lot of silly things in between. Was there a lot of something for for everyone? There's something for everybody. (laughs) Well, I think that is something that that Second City is known for that you guys do really well, which is like the show is kind of you want something to touch on everybody in that audience on any given night, even Mm -hmm. though this thing gets kind of more and more polished as it goes. Mm -hmm. And it's a set thing. It's a set piece. You kind of all bring your own voices to the table. What's that process like when you guys are putting together a show like this? Obviously, everybody in the cast is entirely different as well as you do work together. Is there stuff that you first bring to the table and go, I really want to talk about this. This is important to me. But then it kind of gets like vetoed. Oh, constantly. I (laughs) would say 98% of the things you bring out every night, you're like, this is going to, like the audience is going to just thank me so much for this. And then you try it and they go, no. And then you go, okay, (laughs) let's try something else. Yeah, when we're writing the show, it is like you have a chance to try it out that night in front of the crowd that has been there. For the other show, yeah. because it runs in repertory. So it's just like we're creating the show as we're running the other, the old show. Right. So we have a chance to, uh, to and, test it out immediately. And because we test it out every night, eventually, inevitably, we end up with a show that the audience wants anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we just cut yeah, yeah. things they don't like. So by the time it's opened, we know that it's going to do well. In front of any audience because it has been doing well. Yeah, because it's already it. been tested out. Yeah. Does that process still go even though it's a set thing and it's, this is the run of the show? Does it still feel like you're kind of smoothing out those edges through the entire run of it? Like, oh, right yeah. Until the end? Mm-hmm. I mean, every show, I mean, Second City at its core is like improv. So it's like every, and it's a live show. So every night is different because it different, has to yeah. be. Yeah. All right. I want to get into some of the more, (laughs) maybe some of the more controversial things that we tackle in this show and just stuff that maybe uh, you ended up saying we can't talk about that. We're going to be back with more Walking on Bombshells right here on Inside Jokes, Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hey, this is Simon Rakoff, and you are listening to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. We are talking to the cast of Second City Toronto with the new main stage show Walking on Bombshells. If you guys, uh, if you had to sum this up, I don't want to say elevator pitch. Well, I just did. But like that's kind of like bro-y. Uh, but if you did have to kind of sum up the show, be like, come to this show. What is the overall sort of theme of Walking on Bombshells? Just that life is terrible right now (laughs) (laughs) Um. i think it's more like slice of the current life yeah it's just like (laughs) showing of current life slice of current life at the second city it almost feels like everything like i i don't i wouldn't say life is terrible right now it almost feels like all these crazy chaotic things are happening in Mm -hmm. the world but 
at the same time all this positive change is happening. Well, it's like you know? everyone's collective house is on fire, and we do have buckets of water, but the hill's high, you know? So <laughs> yeah, it's going to take a bit. <laughs> that's good. I love that. Yeah, cool. yeah. That's a nice metaphor right Thank there. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's all, yeah. It's almost like something good is coming out of all this. Eventually, you just have to like ride this storm out. And maybe that's, you know, but you should also just go watch Walking on Bombshells at the Second City and laugh about it. It's a a feel-good show. It actually is. It is. It's very lighthearted. It's a very ominous title, but... Like we're having we're having some hahas, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And of course, being a live show and being the size of a of an ensemble that you guys are, and of course, you know, we were talking before the break about how any given night could be completely different, <laughs> even though it's a set show. But you don't know who's going to be in that audience. You right. don't know what particular bit is going to really hit that night or or trigger some weird response, right? Yeah. Did you mm. have a story about a yes. weird thing <laughs> you wanted to tell? I think you Alana? did. Alana? It's not weird. It's not weird. It's normal. I mean, Personal I don't moment. know. It's like a maybe from Stacey's perspective it's better because well, we have this song. That's what made me laugh. I'll tell it. We And then you can jump in and justify I'll just your add, behavior. I'll add in the facts. <laughs> so we have this song with the the three women in the show and it's like very sweet and funny and all of a sudden we like step out to do it and the cute little song's playing and we all have to walk towards Alana and we just smell <laughs> something. I had chickpeas. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love chickpeas. And it, so I couldn't believe she farted. I, could, I was like we were dying laughing. And I knew from the beginning. And then as you moved in, I was like, oh. It's like, if you can smell it, the front row can oh, also that, and then smell it. I hope so. And then Alana had to go. So we're all laughing. And the audience is like, what's so funny? And they're like laughing along with us. Like, please tell us the joke. And then they thought we were laughing at the song, I think. And then they were like, oh, haha, They think the song's so funny. So then at the end, there was like a spoken line. <laughs> yeah. Where I just basically state the premise of the song. And then at the end of that, I had to be like, also, we're laughing because I farted. <laughs> So that they would understand because I didn't, I don't know. I just needed them to know. But just hearing like a small woman with a small little voice go, and we're laughing because I farted. (laughs) (laughs) And everyone's like, okay, good. It brings them into the moment. It makes them part of the event. Then they understand what's going on. The real backstage story about the whole job is that when I took it, I didn't know it would be so much dealing with other people's farts backstage. (laughs) Yeah. But I, I contribute. I'll admit it. Contribute is the word. Contribute yeah. is like the tamest term. Uh, dominate for what you. Yeah, we're, we're all what eating you hummus. Do. I dominate the space. Like it's gotten to the point where Chris is like, "Can I get a matzo burger for dinner?" We're like, "No, Chris, don't, please don't." We've got two shows. That's something you don't see on those subway posters, really. It's like Second Mm-mm. City, and then someone farted. You really, yeah. It's just an added bonus that no one knows about. Yeah. That's it. I want to take people a little bit in behind the scenes because, yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. Second City pools together people with so many different backgrounds, obviously. Sketch, improv, a lot of people who went through the conservatory. Yeah. People come from other TV shows, some from stand-up, etc. But nobody really knows sort of what that's like backstage because you do have all these completely different comedic styles and all these voices. Mm-hmm crammed into a room together writing this stuff rehearsing this stuff building a show like this does it ever do you guys ever come to blows over like no i want this in this has to be covered no that's too dark like what's that process really like i mean it's i mean yeah i mean we're all from different backgrounds i will say this show specifically like we really brought all of our skill sets together and really helped each other and regardless of the scenes we were in or not it was like hey try this show I mean we all have like Chris is such an incredible physical performer Alana is like so smart and satirical and it's like using them as assets opposed to like 
conflicting with them because they're great. You know what I mean? Almost seems counterintuitive to be like, you're so smart. Never talk to me. It's like, no, please make me smart, please. You know? And do you kind of like play against those strengths sometimes where it's like, okay, well, somebody is more of a physical comic. Let's put them in a piece that's not really in their comfort zone normally and just kind of see what happens on stage because the audience can feel that, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think we try to do that for ourselves. Like if I know that I'm not particularly strong at something, then I might in the next show try to do that and then gain that skill. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't know if I ever like think like, oh, let me put Chris in something that he's not going (laughs) to do. How can we watch Chris fail in the funniest way? I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Could we make him completely uncomfortable? Yeah. yeah. Oh, totally. Uh, I want to find out. We're going to come back from the break, and I want to find out some of what what we're tackling in this show, and some stuff that maybe uh, Second City hasn't really brought to the stage before that makes walking on bombshells a little bit of a different animal. We'll be right back with more Second City right here on Inside Jokes, Global News Radio, six forty, Toronto. Hey, this is Kenny Robinson, and you're listening to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Yeah, it's your national underground, underground, and I stop the ground. Like a million elephants, a silverback, a rampant you can't stop a train. Who wants up, don't come unprepared, I'll be there, but when I leave there, better be a household name. Brother man telling us it ain't gonna rain, so now we sitting in a drop top soaking wet. In the silk suit, try not to sweat, hit some assaults without the neck, but this be the year that we won't forget. One nine, nine, nine. Inside Jokes, right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. If you are just tuning in, we are talking to three of the cast from Second City's new main stage show, Walking on Bombshells. Uh, And it's interesting, too. Do you guys think that you get a lot of people, like, because every show is its own specific theme, it's worked Mm -hmm. on for a long time, it's honed, it's, it's, it's a set thing. But do you also find you get a lot of audience that comes out strictly because they want to just go see a Second City show because it's such an iconic thing? Oh, yeah. for sure. Oh, I yeah. bet you a lot of people don't even know like the title. They don't know what they just go. I want to come see the Second City show. Yeah, you, we've talked yeah. about this. Before, oh yeah, that they just call the box office and they go tickets. That's yeah, what they want. yeah, yeah. They don't know. Yeah, it's like predominantly like tourists that are coming. Mm-hmm. Like quite a few, so they're just yeah. coming in and they they know of the theater and they want to see what's going on. So. And it's kind of cool. There's a lot of like families and and that that plan like their yearly trip to the second city or so it's kind of um you have like a built-in crew. But this one is called Walking on Bombshells, and it's brand new, and that's why we're here. (laughs) And it's completely different, and you should come. That's how you plug on Canadian radio. Well, that's interesting. Like, I think Second City is really good at you guys can take some really sort of you can take darker things happening in the world, Mm -hmm. some maybe more uncomfortable topics and necessary topics, but you do a great job of making it really sort of accessible to people. So if you do have, you might have a corporate group go and watch the show one night. You Mm -hmm. might have a family from like somewhere town Saskatchewan another you know <laughs> yeah. right. and you're not like I, it it never feels like you're like cramming some message down anybody's throats and it doesn't I, I think stand-up sometimes people have kind of a tendency to lean towards I'm gonna hit the controversy note right now and I'm mm-hmm. gonna be dark and edgy and mm-hmm. if you don't like it you can leave yeah. second city's kind of like we hid this weird little dark secret in this sketch but you're still gonna <laughs> laugh and have a good night yeah well you know? I mean like at the end of the day if you are coming at your audience like, hey, you're going to learn what I have to say or screw you. It's like, well, <laughs> they, well then you don't, you don't have a job. Like, yeah, they, yeah. they don't want to come see you do that. No. People don't want to be educated in like a way where we're like, you did bad. 
we want to be like, hey, you maybe you're doing bad and so are we. Yeah. Like, yeah. we all are doing this, so let's have a little laugh about it. And hopefully you can walk away thinking, oh, maybe I'll think about something differently. But I don't think anyone should have to leave a theater being like, wow, that made me feel bad about myself. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's not what a comedy show yeah. is. Yeah, no, like, I was so... really uncomfortable for 90 minutes. That yeah. was great. Yeah. <laughs> the sketch comedy is fun because you can, like in stand-up, you can, the, you're told, maybe, as a person standing up there telling, but with sketch, you can write a little scene and you can, you know, you can show how we're all feeling right now rather than yeah. somebody. Like, there's a scene off the top of the show that is kind of about, like, how we're all just um, really conscious and, and uh, not wanting to offend anybody. Like right. Everybody yeah. doesn't want to say the wrong thing for being called out for it. So you can just show a conversation at an office that is everybody not wanting to offend anybody. And you kind of get that point across that way. Yeah. Of like yeah. we're all being very careful right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it does feel like right now, I mean, it, it's kind of a weird, I guess, especially for you guys with a show like this, it's kind of like two sides of the same coin where everybody's very aware that there's a lot of strange, terrible things happening <laughs> in the world right now. But you kind of, you want to go to a show like this to just sort of tap out from that for a couple of hours and escape it and just go and have a good night out and go and laugh and be entertained and maybe see this stuff in a new light. Mm-hmm. And in in a human light. I mean, like, that's the thing. It's like humanizing it and showing both sides of the coin sort of make it, I think, more digestible, really. Yeah. You know, so. And laughable. And laughable. (laughs) Which is the key. Well, if you're going to point out the hypocrisy in one side, I think you have to point it out in the other side, too. Otherwise, people are going to be, they're going to have their defenses up and then they're not going to learn anything. So, yeah. So humanizing things. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think because otherwise people feel like it was like forced into sort of a political mode. And it's like then they put that wall up where they don't because the whole point of sketch and improv and, and Second City, of course, does this arguably better than anybody is whoever's sitting in that room that night. You're very much bringing them into that experience. Right. It's mm-hmm. like about that energy that the audience is giving to you. You want to make them feel like they were part of the show for a night. Yeah. You know? And, and they are. Like uh, they, Oh, yeah. We they use are. them constantly. Yeah. 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 So. Come and sit at the front. Smell my farts. That's the funniest thing because you see that so much in stand-up where, you know, people are people are petrified to sit in those front rows because they're like, the comic's gonna pick on me. That's yeah. what's gonna happen. I'm gonna get roasted. Whereas with, fart with you. you know, yeah, or fart on you. Yeah. <laughs> well <laughs> that could happen. Only if I have chickpeas. That's right. Bring your raincoats. It's like an old Gallagher show. <laughs> <laughs> but I think with Second City, it's like people want People want to be right there front and center. People yeah. want to be like, I, this is an experience. Oh, yeah. I, I would hope so. But also at stand-up shows, like I've sat at the front and I don't like that. I don't no, feel, yeah. I don't what like a nightmare. that feeling. I don't like being picked on. No. But we're never picking on people. If anything, we're just like, hey, where are you from? Like we're not, yeah. we're not yeah. like, oh, my God, ew, that's a terrible place. It's yeah. like everyone's succeeding there. Mm-hmm. We're always our audience members are always going to succeed. And I think one of the f- great things about sketch and improv too is, like, and as much as of course this is a set, written, rehearsed, and polished thing, mm-hmm. but sort of you guys are really good at okay, we're putting on this show. You all came out to see this. You are putting your vulnerabilities on stage. Like mm-hmm. anything yeah. can happen to you guys in the moment. You might slip up or you might change something on the fly just out of something that happens, and the audience is allowed to sort of be aware of that. Yeah, you know, and be in that moment. Whereas with stand up, it's kind of more like. I'm the king of the mountain (laughs) for 90 minutes. Like, I am infallible. Uh, We're going to come back with more Walking on Bombshells right here in studio on Inside Jokes, Global News Radio 640 Toronto. 
Hey, this is Ali Hassan, and uh, you really can have it all if you're listening. Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I could stay awake just to hear you breathing. Watch you smile while you are sleeping. While you're far away dreaming. I could spend my life in this sweet surrender. Stay lost in this moment forever. Every moment oh, yeah. Welcome back. Welcome back to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. We're taking things down a notch with a little yeah. Armageddon by Aerosmith, just setting Ooh. the mood in the studio. Doing what P. Diddy would call preparing the sexy, <laughs> even though we're talking about the end times as we know it. And of course, you are listening to Inside Jokes, brought to you by our good friends at Hakeem Optical. Your eyes can have it all at Hakeem Optical. Oh, beautiful. And if you didn't know, listeners, if you were always wondering, oh, how can how can my eyes like have it all? Hakeem Optical. That's exactly how, right there. <laughs> Thank you. We're we're in studio with Stacey Alana and Chris from, of course, Walking on Bombshells, the brand new Second City Main Stage show, which is all about I what I guess the core message is yes, the world is falling apart, but good things are happening too. Come laugh at both. Is that, did I just write the new tagline? I don't know. I think so. I hope not, but. That's an amazing elevator pitch. (laughs) Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. We have farting. We have turtles. (laughs) There's some straws. We've got some singing. We've got it all. We've got it all. Yeah. When you're putting together a show like this, do you ever feel, like, not to get too sort of, I don't know, sanctimonious about it, but do you ever feel when you're in the writer's room, is it like, okay, here's something we have to tackle as comics. We have to bring this to the stage. Totally. I think, I mean, yeah, I mean, personally or politically or socially, I mean, there's just, even when we were writing the show, it was like, these are some non-negotiables that we just, we can't ignore um, for sure. Um, I mean, like Alana and and Nadine, uh, who's our other castmate, has like an incredible scene about like the woman's body. I won't give it away, but it's like, you know, hearing that premise, it's like, oh, we need to start talking about this. Like, this is important. We Mm -hmm. need to start putting this stuff out into the the ether and the environment. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I hate to call you out, Alana, but no. It, <laughs> I mean, listen, it's about our vaginas. Let's yeah, there just we go. Say it. I did yeah. want to say it. If you didn't want to say it, but it's like it's about our vagina. Yeah. yeah. There's and, also a sketch um, about like weed legalization, which is obviously a, a new topic. Yeah, yeah. I love how um, I went in vagina and you went to the weed that's legalization, the which is the political one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can see where my mind goes. But absolutely. Weed and vaginas. There yeah. 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 There you go. We are doing a great job selling this I mean, I don't know. That right there, people are like, yeah, those are both great things. But and believe it or not, they are both political. That's they true. Are. And they it's are. also like our cast is like, not to brag about our age, but we're not like, you know, young little. Yeah, we're pretty no, young. what you're talking about. We're like early 30s, like which is like where you get like the most attractive. But um, <laughs> I personally believe I'm definitely uh, having a glow up. We're all at our prime. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, it's like. It, you, it, they're doing videos of this though. Like people know. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> and if you're like a very rich doctor, see. like follow me on Instagram. I am available and like waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's the opportunity too. When you do have a collection of so many different voices mm-hmm. pooled in a room together like that. It's kind of a way of going, okay, how can we take on a lot of this stuff that's happening right now, but completely do something new with it? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and so, because there's, 
it's it's a weird double-edged sword right now where there's stuff that people are getting tired of talking about in comedy right now. Yeah. But it still needs to be talked about mm-hmm. and there just needs to be sort of new ways to sort of take the power out of that and make light of that. And I think a group like Second City, when you have all these different people coming to the stage, you're going to do something new with that that nobody else has sort of tackled before. Mm-hmm. And I think that is walking on bombshells. Wow, <laughs> are you a cast the member? elevator pitch? Yeah. <laughs> you should join the cast. Old topics, new great. twist. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, that's the thing. It's also like, you know, we are like a satirical theater, but it is like also a very silly and high energy show that's mm-hmm. like, yeah. Um, you know, uh, it, I, yeah, it's it's not like so heavy. <laughs> yeah, well, you're almost like it's the putting the medicine in the candy or whatever that, yeah, that, that analogy that now precisely. feels creepy. But yeah, yeah. but also hmm. we ourselves as actors are bringing our actual life also to the stage. Yeah. So it is like embarrassing moments or like yeah. moments in our lives that we hope are hope that are relatable or we're very weird people. But like Bas- you know, basically you just have to charm them enough to get away with saying stuff that's controversial. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. it, really. Like, the first half of the show is just let me make sure that everyone <laughs> likes me enough so that when I say the things that are going to maybe not sound great, then they're like, <laughs> but it's from that one, so that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's what it is. They're yeah. already on board, yeah. 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 And you get a chance, like, I mean, Second City you're also known for, you'll kind of... In any given show, you'll run the gamut of you'll do something completely musical, you'll do something very physical, you'll do something sort of more intimate and sincere when you're talking directly to the audience. How much of that variety do you get to play with in Walking on Bombshells? There's quite a bit of variety. There's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of singing this time, which I love. I love singing. Yeah. There's lots of songs. It's very physical. A lot of people are saying it's one of the more physical shows they've seen, which is really great. And Mm -hmm. like Chris is an incredible physical performer. I'm in a scene with him where we have Thanks. to be physical, and I've gotten many a note. <laughs> He's okay. He's all right. Um, I just want to point out I've also complimented both of these people at the table, and I'm really looking forward to a compliment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just thinking about what. Yeah, it could we be. don't. I like. We're <laughs> trying to think about what it would be. They're in, like, building it up for the about, end. Yeah, like, and I can't wait. What will it be? We'll it's end like, with a. We'll end with a compliment yeah, circle. With, don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> <right. laughs> yeah, a compliment circle. Where you are like you're like two Hakeem commercials and one more Aerosmith song away from being so complimented. <laughs> I honestly can't wait. <laughs> They're building it up. Have you ever so Chris doing this physical stuff and I know the whole cast has, but have you ever have you ever injured yourself? Like have you ever completely messed something up? Um I will wake up with like bruises on my body from definitely like Pratt falling. Yeah. I'm just so committed to a Pratt fall. No. <laughs> well you um, are. But yeah, I'll wake up and I'll be like, huh, there's a new bruise. Wonder how I did that one. Um but and I, and I have knee problems. <laughs> I go to physio for my knees. So, you know, maybe I should stop. Okay. Pratt falling. But I can't. No, you know, I need no. It. The world needs it. The world needs more <laughs> yeah. Pratt falling, from especially Chris. from Chris yeah. Wilson. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and you're going to see that at Walking on Bombshells. We're going to be back with more right here on Inside Jokes, Global News Radio 640 <laughs> Toronto. Hi, my name is Amanda Joy from Second Gen, and you are listening to Inside Jokes on 640. Oh, yeah. It's the final countdown in studio. Inside Jokes, Global News Radio 640. Just feel that drum machine. 
just feel it. We really don't have enough drum machines uh, in in mu- popular music anymore. There's just nope. something about drums and men that really go together. You both, had, you both were really feeling that song. Drums and men. <laughs> I was air drumming. Invisible if anybody drums. was wondering. Yeah. Well, I mean, where would you guys be if you weren't doing the Second City like Blue Man Group? Oh, I'll give that a try. Gross. Stomp? Yeah. <laughs> Is that still oh, a thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just stomping on a little garbage can. <laughs> oh, just Atlanta would have the tiniest little garbage can. <laughs> have the one from the dollar store. Yeah. The only one. Just I could Mag White on. style. Just tap, 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 yeah. tap. Yeah. We'll play For some sure. Ting Tings later, also. <laughs> Uh, we are talking, of course, well, I guess about the end of the world <laughs> in Walking on Bombshells, the new Second City main stage show, uh, kind of tackling a lot of the good and bad that's going on in the world right now. We are, mm-hmm. I mean, according to the Doomsday Clock, we are at two minutes to midnight. Is that? So, oh, really? Yeah, we're there now. Oh, Shit. oh wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Sorry, guys. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, get your tickets now. Please. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Bring your loved ones to oh. watch the Second City. Buy them in advance. Yeah. Buy them in advance. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were talking before the break, of course, about getting doing a lot of music, particularly in this show, but also getting very physical. Chris waking up with mysterious bruises mm-hmm. yeah. from Pratt Falls. How yeah. many? Uh, so many. Uh, yeah. How many happy accidents went into making this show? Happy accidents? <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> a bunch. Because it's like you improvise all of your ideas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so you kind of have these like soft elevator pitches, not to make that the theme <laughs> of this, this episode. Um, but... Um, yeah, I'm just trying to think of how I many. have two full scenes that were just from improv. Like, we didn't even pitch a premise. Right. Mm-hmm. And they just came out of playing, and then we just pursued them after that. And we're like, oh, that's something. But those were just open sets where we were just doing, we were just playing around, doing nothing, like just improvising and now there are two scenes in the show. Well, yeah. yeah how Profound does that found scenes? In the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How does that how does that process happen? Like, I know you're writing this stuff and just improvising mm-hmm. it and working it out on stage. At what point? I, I mean, I'm guessing there's a set timeline of like in six months we have to have this show or whatever it might be. But yeah. when do you get to that point where collectively you all go? Okay, I think this is the show now. Opening day, opening day <laughs> yeah. is usually when we have no, to. So we write over ten weeks, um, and it's like depending on the director, it's like a combination of like coming in with pitches for scenes. So like, I want to yeah. talk about this in this way with these people, and then you cast your scene, or you just improvise in front of the audience and then see if ideas come out as you're improvising. Right. So there's a combination of that. Um, and some directors just want to write and some want to do only improv and some like to do both. We did both this time. And uh, yeah, around like week, I don't know, six or seven this time, that's when we started switching the show over. So we always mm-hmm. do like a combination of like the old show and the new pieces go in as old things come out until yeah. eventually the whole thing is switched over. And then the show opens. And honestly, even on opening day, we're like, okay, uh, punching up that joke here Mm -hmm. and that blah, blah, blah. Still like last minute revisions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and it's still, I mean, like it is set, but it is like you see the show grow as it opens. Yeah. Well, I think that's the beautiful thing about it, right? It is is this sort of fluid thing and it can Mm -hmm. sort of flow with whoever is in the crowd that night and whatever goes on. And as long as you've all been doing this, how terrifying is that opening night still? It's a Or trip. do you use that? Oh, you it's, use it for sure. It's so... I think it's scary because, like, that's the night where all of your peers yeah. are. Right. Yeah, and, of course, like, you know, comedians come with their arms crossed to say, hmm, show me what mm-hmm. you've got. <laughs> and some. Like, some <laughs> and some you all know who we're talking and about. And not, you know. <laughs> but on the whole, I'd say that we're all pretty, like, 
um, insecure people. And so, like, the people oh, who yeah. come... Just speak for yourself. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so it's it's more intimidating because you're performing for your peers or people that you look up to or people who have come in the past and some people are excited to see and some people are arms crossed, want to see what you got. And yeah. That's nerve-wracking. So after that night, smooth sailing. Yeah, because I guess when <laughs> after that, when it's just like, okay, we're here's a room full of like random tourists and, mm-hmm. and audience that night. There's mm-hmm. a certain power to that, right? It's just like we own this. We are the second city. Because oh, I mean, yeah. this is a this is an institution. I mean, this is everybody wants to work their way up to this, right? Yeah, yeah. And you also have a group of like 300 people a night who just want to have a good time. And yeah. so it's like you're unless you come out and just really just sit there. I mean, yeah. you know, they want you to succeed. So it is really like a really great energy to have mm-hmm. you know so many people just wanting to laugh and we're like great well, we got a million jokes this is a great little partnership yeah and for you guys like <laughs> even though it is obviously yeah it's a it's a great cool. team effort it, I'm, yeah. I'm going business you started the tone <laughs> and uh, dragons i'm yeah. here and i'm ready yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we did we made it very we made it very corporate i guess as much as the audience is sort of you know, it's accessible for them and they do feel like part of the show. How much of that feedback from those first few just regular shows goes into what you guys are doing and and what you're going to do with the rest of the run? Like, do you get a lot of that interaction from the audience where they go, we really liked this. We didn't, we didn't like this as much. (laughs) And like, does that change anything? Um, I think you can, I think the thing about live theater is like, you can just feel the energy of the room. I mean, it's like you feel when you have them, you feel when you don't. And, um, and so you sort of make those adjustments on the fly. Mm-hmm. And if it's a consistent thing, it's like, well, where's the energy? It's like comedy is really, I mean, I feel really lame saying this, but it's like it's very musical too. So it's like mm-hmm. you can kind of feel when the beat's a bit off. Yeah. And by the time True. opening comes, we have done the scenes many, many times uh, and tested them out. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. You already it's, sort of know where it's we at. We pretty much know by opening. Mm-hmm. What's what's going? Well, when we come back from the break, of course, courtesy Hakeem Optical, where your eyes can oh. have it all, uh, we're going to find out more about what each of you has learned in the process oh. of creating Walking on Bombshells. We'll be right back oh, wow. on Inside Jokes, wow. Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Hi, this is John Oakley. Just thought I'd stick around in the studio for Inside Jokes to die for. Right here at 640. Now, back to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Oh, yeah. That's comedy right there. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to Global News Radio 640 Toronto. You're all going to die. Brought to you by Hakeem Optical. (laughs) Right up until that segment. Now we need a new sponsor. We are, of course, talking to the cast of Walking on Bombshells at Toronto's world-famous Second City main stage. Uh, We've had three of the cast on with us all night. And I want to learn, going around the panel here, what, what lesson, what life lesson did you guys take away from building this show? Oh. Chris? Yeah, you want me to go first? Yeah, I'd oh, love boy. for you to go first. I I don't know. <laughs> I've had a few minutes to think. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. What life lesson wow. did I learn in this show? I mean, every show has its different problems uh, and different uh, <laughs> things. He's losing his mind. I'm yeah. losing my mind. Um, yeah, I think like... It, 
this yeah this this show I tried to improvise more and create through um, improvising rather than sitting at a typewriter and no one sits at a typewriter. What am I talking about? A keyboard. <laughs> yeah, I tried to just uh, not sit and write at a at my computer and yeah. try and like. Um, improvise more and, and create through the second city way. I did air quotes just now. Nice. Um, <laughs> and do that. So I think I learned how to uh, how to write that way through improv a little more. I think that's and people are going to see that. They're going to feel that when they go to the I show. I found it. I found an answer. You right? did it. You yeah. did great. Alana, how about you? Um, ensemble is best. Ugh. That's a good right. One. Easy. Right? Gosh, that's good. <laughs> no, just that. Like when you're working in a group. Um, what if what's best for the group is what's best for you yeah. also mm-hmm. and um i dare say this works outside of comedy as well um but that when a group of people comes together it, it truly if you're working towards a common goal which is outside of yourself that if you are focused on that instead of what's best for me um that everyone will always succeed I learned that this time. Absolutely. Yeah. I also Wonderful. learned that too. Yeah, I'm I think we all learned that. Yeah. We all learned that. Yeah, we learned it on good. our typewriter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and how about I you, Stacey? Um, I think, uh, I think I uh, learned um, it's not about like being like the smartest. It's about being the most honest. So uh, if it, you know, writing things that have, you know, something to do with you personally, it'll always sort of resonate. I think we overthink things and try and go, we're going to recreate the wheel here. Um, but if you're just kind of honest about who you are, the audience is like very endeared to you. Yeah. And it's, it's a key. That's wonderful. I think people are going to go and see and feel all of this. Oh. Go to Walking on Bombshells. Go to the Second City. Uh, how can people get tickets? When can go they to come? Secondcity.com. Yeah. yeah. Click uh, Toronto. Yeah. Don't, yeah. don't go to Chicago. Chicago. You'll figure yeah. it out from yeah. there. Yeah. You'll call and they'll be so happy to give you tickets. Like they'll be obsessed with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they're just waiting to do they're it. They're just like, honestly, we have like people waiting for your call. And <laughs> I I think the phone number is 416-343-0011. Wow. Someone, that's, see, impressive. that's next level. Someone used to work in the office. Yeah. That's yeah. impressive. <laughs> It's very good. Yeah. Hit up Second City. Grab tickets. Don't miss Walking on Bombshells. Thank you again to our cast for joining us tonight on Inside Jokes. And, of course, keep it tuned in right here to Global News Radio 640 Toronto for the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta. Now for this week's comedy listings. Don't forget to hit up secondcity.com slash Toronto to get your tickets for Walking on Bombshells and more upcoming main stage shows. And, of course, join us for Inside Jokes Live at Fired Up and Port Credit coming up Tuesday, April 30th. Hi, this is Alicia Carusi, and you're listening to my aunt, Sandra Carusi's Comedy Rx. This week featuring Brian Posehn. The world's in a messed up place, and it's getting worse and worse. And in 2012, the Mayan calendar ends. And when the Mayan calendar ends, the apocalypse is going to (laughs) come. I don't think it's true. I just think we're supposed to buy a new Mayan calendar. (laughs) That is how calendars work. They end. And then you go to the Mayan Mall, to the Mayan Barnes and Noble, purchase a new Mayan Garfield calendar, and call it a day. Mayan Garfield. He hates Mayan Mondays, but he loves Mayan lasagna.